Can't imagine what they tell me, oh, baby. 
UK, the crazy England cricket, and uh, that's thrown me out to kilter, actually. I mean, I've got a body, body clock that's gone absolutely insane, sitting up all night watching uh, Ben Stokes and the boys absolutely put it to the New Zealanders. Uh, but that isn't just dance and fusion. That is actually cricket, which is completely different. Uh, and that was the Indigo Jam Unit, an uh, incredible version of Donny Hathaway's classic, Love, Love, Love. And that's what you can do. You can take a song like that that is a soul classic and you can turn it into something completely different, which is what they've done. And don't forget, um, along with Mr Paul Murphy from The Jazz Room, I've got um, an album coming out called Colin Curtis Presents the Indigo Jam Unit. And it'll be the first time that the albums have been available to the public. I mean... They did, I think five or six of, of the 10, 11 albums that they recorded, they actually did press on vinyl and uh, they took them around and sold them at the gigs in Japan, but they've never officially been available. So we've put, done a kind of best of the tracks and best of the tracks have been playing on the show, um, you know, right back from Worldwide FM at the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, I've had such a response to, uh, you know, to Indigo Jam Unit and, uh, you know, a lot of people, even, even seasoned people saying they'd never heard of them before and, you know, they're chasing back, you can buy the CD the CDs are out there and uh, it's been an incredible journey uh, for, for, for me for them and then getting Paul on board who actually had a better interpreter than I've got in Japan so that, that kindly worked out the deal so big shout to him and that's going to be coming out hopefully around the time of We Out Here today uh, 2 till 5 I'll start sharing the chat room in a bit but uh, with me today live on air is Mr Paul Mies Meeson explain that to me what's that bit in the middle what the Mies bit is yes. it's a nickname so it's a a shortened version of me some. It's just, I think, because my mates are too lazy to call me me some. They'll just go mees. There you go. You see, I'll bring guests in from anywhere. That, that is, where are you from originally? You've come from Leicester today, or near Leicester. So I am I am Leicester, born and bred. When I, I live about 20 miles outside of Leicester now, Shepshed, or Junction 23 on the M1. You're going to learn a lot about this bloke and uh, you know, bringing people in for me is just as exciting as playing the music myself because I like to have you know different viewpoints. Paul's got a different story than uh, you know, some of the traditional ones that we have in, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a great afternoon. I hope you can stay with us. It's Colin Curtis live in the studio as per usual. 2 till 5, Hit Mix Radio 107.5.
praising your work tonight and they're saying,
see something that's watching everything you say, even down to a tiny detail where I could treat me like a human being. So see, I've learned from personal experience that whatever you say you are, that's what you get. And if you say you're a man, now what's the difference between a man and a human being? You see, you have to watch that. Somebody has this hue on that. You know what hue means? No, you don't. This is Chris Bangs and you're listening to Colin Curtis's Jazz Dance Fusion. Nothing but the finest jazz dance flavours every week.
we've gone very, very cosmic on this Sunday afternoon. And that was, in fact, Lonnie Liston-Smith from the latest Jazz is Dead series. I think that's about number 15 now. Um, a, bit like, a bit like cricket again, a bit like a cricket score. And uh, Edgin Young, of course, and uh, Mr. Mohammed, and uh, the one and only Lonnie Liston-Smith there with some cosmic changes for 2023. And prior to that, a brand new album from a band called Azar Azar. Uh, two tracks there, one entitled Sunlight and one, of course, uh, underplayed Mr. Miles Davis. Um, great album again, and that's going to be available on vinyl very shortly. I think it's on digital next week. Um, and just absolutely a little bit different, but very, very nice to these ears. So welcome along, Mr. Paul Meesem. We've done the Mies bit. And um, so how did you get into all this in the first place? So um, there's a couple of stories, really, but... One of them was, um, I was at college doing a, uh, a leisure studies uh, diploma and I had to go out and do some work experience. I was working at a, I chose a nightclub and one of the bands that played there was um, called Afro Elements, a uh, Leicester sort of jazz funk band. And, and, a, and a brilliant Leicester jazz funk band. I said, I said to you off air that... Um, uh, they they played for us at Pontins and I think it's somewhere else as well. But I mean, at, at the time they got a brilliant new album out and and, and still uh, sounding absolutely brilliant. I've got a feeling they've got something coming up as well. Um, yeah, not too sure what, what what's happening on on the on the new front there. But um, from I'll start again from those days. Um, I chose to promote some live some live music from seeing that band perform. Uh, and that's kind of where I went into um, getting involved in the jazz funk music scene. But what what had a greater impact was going to the Southport Weekenders and seeing uh, Guru Gangster Jazzmatazz set on an on yeah. an evening. Um, Donald Bird playing the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? You know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I was involved in South Park Weekenders from day one, and and um, the evolution um, of jazz funk, which you know I've talked about before on the show, and then going in, um, you know, to the huge old days that were around at that time, and you know, a lot of these bands, um, luckily for us, we, we were getting live, uh, and in London, of course, bringing in people like later people like Art Blakey, Norman Connors. I mean, it was just an incredible time, Tanya Maria, wow. um, but Southport was was starting to reflect that in, in the jazz room and things were changing there and uh, you're bringing in the likes of Snowboy and Giles, of course, uh, Moody Man even, you know, I mean, it, it became, a, you know, the, the iconic place to, to set down. And of course, what happens then is because Southport's got two, three thousand people, then people take away and then start their own thing. And that's kind of what you're saying. You've gone to a live act, you've seen Afro Elements, and, and that's inspired you enough to, to start promoting. So let's have a listen to some of the music that you've chosen today. So this is Paul Mies Meesum. It's Colin Curtis on Hit Mix 107.5. Big shout to chat room always. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hit Mix 107.5 FM. The Power Station with Colin Curtis.
come down off the ceiling there. Three choices from my special guest today, Paul Meese Meesem, and uh, fantastic stuff as well. And uh, a man after my own heart with a feel for that Japanese sound, eh? Without a doubt. And uh, we kicked off there. Um, was it was that one the first one, or was that one the it first one? That, that one, one was yeah. the first one, wasn't Japanese. it? And this is uh, you know, the Japanese drummer, um, Mr. Moriyama, who has been working recently, of course, with uh, Shia Wakino from uh, Kyoto Jazz Massive. Uh, Takio... Uh, that was a track taken from uh, what's looking at a very nice double album uh, called Thieves. And so we talked about, you, you know, your introduction to this, which is probably through jazz funk and, and people like Afro Elements. So uh, how did that lead on to uh, Japan? That was Tokyo Moriyama. We then followed with a track from the brilliant J-Jazz series. And um, I was down at BBE Records and we were playing down there. And uh, this just, they put some incredible music. I've got one show... Uh, I think in March when I can't actually be live in the studio, I'm going to do a BBE special where, where you know just to highlight the incredible music they put out. That was, of course, uh, a track called "Unknown Point" by Mitsuaki Katayama, and that is on J Jazz Deep Modern Jazz from Japan '69 to '84. Um, and then we finished up with a track from Mister Gone, and uh, that was one entitled "The Mosquito Coast." So, talk me through uh, how you connected with the Japanese side. So. The, the Japanese jazz it was the Japanese import has always been sort of like Holy Grail, uh, and it, for me, it's been a bit unachievable really uh, for the sort of price point of uh, a lot of stuff that they can get hold of. Uh, the rare stuff more, more collectible. So when the BBE dropped that series and started doing the reissues, uh, that I had to get, you know, and, and, and always sort of known that the J jazz is or Japanese jazz is. It's quite sought after, and it, it's what I've just heard was kind of it blows you away a little bit, you know. Absolutely blows you away. I mean, I mean, the, yeah, the whole sound in, in you know Indigo Jammers we started off. I mean, I mean that's a real powerhouse band. But there've been so many Sleepwalkers, some fantastic Japanese bands o- over the years. But that um, you know that connection um, you know between Japan and me goes back to the late seventies when you're hearing the Telemasahinos and you know all those early guys playing some incredibly deep music as well. They've been influenced by the Americans, by Dave Grusin and all the people who came in. But then they've taken it to an absolute another level and then created their own space and then we had this sort of dearth and then they came back in the 90s a little bit in the 2000s and more recently of course right back on track with some real heavyweight music coming out of Japan and Mr. Gon how does he fit into the equation? So so Mr. Gon is um, when I was promoting the uh, the jazz funk bands back in sort of like 90s and whatever he was um, he played with the Afro elements and also went off to do uh, the Mr. Gone, which featured some of the musicians from there. Um, I get a mention on the on the uh, on the credits, which is which is always always a bonus. But nice, <laughs> <laughs> drop that one in. But um, again, it's a, it's a good album. That looking at the future in the rearview mirror, some right across the board, uh, and that's that's quite an up tempo sort of Latin flavour. That Mosquito Coast, named after a nightclub uh, in Leicester, and round about that circa those years. Can't remember what. Especially the years where they're not. Yeah, I don't know what years. No, I'm after my time, probably in Leicester. I mean, I go back with Leicester to the 1970s as well. <laughs> and then there were some gaps. So, yeah, I must have sneaked in, in, in the middle there. But, it, it, you know, incredible 
for me and, and, and brilliant that, that you know that the music is is what's what's affected you and you made you make different decisions made you look into into things a little bit deeper you're quite right about the price point of Japanese I mean even back in the day uh, when import albums were five six quid seven quid uh, Japanese albums were 20 quid so I mean you know if you're a DJ you know back in those days then it, that that was a big hit on top of whatever bill you've already got for buying the, the American imports so um, but but for me you know, as I say, just an incredible way that they look at music and then they take it and then they own it themselves and, and just come out with some amazing stuff that's very respectful to oh, everything else. Absolutely. Paul Miss Miss, I've got another three coming up in a bit. Uh, you're back with that Colin Curtis sound. Thank you. 
Bangs and you're listening to Colin Curtis's Jazz Dance Fusion. Nothing but the finest jazz dance flavours every week.
minutes after three and uh, as usual the time flies here on Jazz Dance Infusion. Don't forget we're here every week two o'clock till five o'clock uh, 107.5 if you're in the, the radius in Stoke on Trent about 30-40 miles uh, the rest of it is all on the internet where you can listen again of course and anyone on Friday was listening to the show I did hit mix with, with uh, Ian Pep Pereira of course legend of the Catacombs Club uh, back from the 60s up until today we did a great four hour show I know there was some problems with the streaming so uh, if you want to do the listening again is up there now on the Colin Curtis Podomatic site or if you look on my page on Facebook you can see that three pieces of music from me there that was uh, a track we started playing on the show last week and a big shout to Paul Connery Ten Lovers Music who actually lives just down the road from here literally uh, five or ten minutes from here uh, Broken Styles and that was Joel Holmes featuring of course the fantastic Tendalonius and he's of course tied up as well uh, Joel's with uh, Toy Tonics and there's a whole album of that uh, for you to go at and then uh, Dug this vocal out because, again, this is under consideration for Colin Curtis uh, Volume 4, and that's Japanese again, that's Natives, and the album, of course, Possibilities, which I started to play, uh, you know, during the pandemic years and got a great response to it that's a track called The Flyaway and then to complete the three we can't leave the man out Italians uh, everywhere know how good this man is Gerardo Fazina from his latest album Joyful Sound and that was a track called Merida we may uh, include some more from him or a little bit more of, of his music so um, Paul we're here again. I've got three more records coming up from you in a minute. So we've gone from Afro elements to, to jazz. You also tell me that you do a radio show. Is your radio show jazz or is it Jazzy House? or what? It, it will be. It is jazz and broken beat primarily. Uh, and where's that? So we're looking at uh, my house, your house. Okay. Dot net. Uh, it's a Nottingham-based outfit. Uh, we have, I say we, so there's myself and a few other guys um, I've got a little um, group of us, if you like, called um, Rotations. Okay. And we're on a, a 12 till 2, I'll give it a plug, on a Saturday afternoon, 12 till 2. And uh, the reason why it's called Rotations is because the DJ's on rotation. Okay. So there's four or five. So, so would, you, would you play once a month or? Yeah, I'd, yeah, play, I'd okay. play once a month. But the, uh, the, the beauty about that station is, um, it's, it has its internet base. If there's a free slot, you, you, you're more than welcome to join in. And and um, if you're an established DJ on that station, should I say? But um, yeah, you can grab a slot. You can end up playing it another time between sort of Wednesday and uh, Sunday. And you've also mentioned uh, a, a couple of big names, Leicester, Mr. Derek Inman. I mean, uh, you you you, did you hear Derek play? Were you influenced by what? Derek oh, definitely. Did? With what those guys did um, in the sort of nineties, I met Derek through a guy called uh, Clifton Cox, and uh, at the time, they were playing on the pirate radio station. Uh, oh, memory serves me right, Fresh FM, probably. Um, so some of the gigs that the Clifton was doing, I'd come down with with him, and, and I'd, there you go, we'd meet the Derek, we'd meet uh, a guy called Paul Lewis, um, a little outfit called Classic Groove that they that they did. Um, yeah, a brilliant guy, because I mean, Derek, of course, came up through that, through that jazz funk era, and I mean, he was a regular at uh, the Palais in Nottingham, regular at Rock City in Nottingham, uh, obviously doing his own things as well, and uh, you know, he's influenced a lot of people over the years, got a lot of people into music, and, and Leicester, of course, not that far away from Nottingham, which is where Rock City was, and the Palais, and uh, then we've got some other guys, Soulbugging, tell me about your connection with those. So, so um, the Soulbugging guys would, would be the would be playing on the my house your house dot net primarily, and that's that's how we, that's how we know those. So we, we, we're not don't know them too well, you know. Okay. Um, but be, being noodle and likes his jazz, being noodle likes his jazz, and, yeah. and Mark Almond, you know, uh, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they're, they're good guys, and um, definitely uh, play some great music. I, I think I went over to a couple of things in Derby uh, with Simon Smith, and we did some live things during the pandemic, uh, which was great fun. Uh, we've got three more pieces of music from you now, and uh, after the last three pieces of music, I think people will be a little bit more prepared. Brilliant.
time for the half-time. Orange is already, I mean, it's actually 3.33, which is incredible as we go through the music. Uh, three more choices there for my special guest today, Paul Meesum, and uh, man who's got his own radio show, and that's coming through as well, uh, and also all the influences he's got himself, and uh, then bringing his own feel to it. Uh, kicked off there with Passages, uh, which is taken from one of the three incredible Caldera albums on Capitol Records, Time and Change... Sorry, Time and Chance is the name of that album. And uh, it's got a Tower Records sticker, but just so much of the music has come over there. We came via Tower back in the day, particularly in the 70s and 80s. Uh, that was a track entitled Passages, and um, Exaltation was the one for me on, on one of the other albums, of course. Sky Albums, Sky Islands is the third album. Brilliant music, brilliant band. And then uh, this has got a few people uh, asking questions. Mother of the Future played this on the show before, also played it out live quite a few times. Uh, incredible version of Mother of the Future and that is of course Bembe Segway uh, that came out on Expansion Records so big shout to Ralph T big shout to Richard Sterling because that is absolutely brilliant it's a nice 10 inch as well so have a look on Discogs uh, you can stick one of them away in your collection and then uh, to complete the theme well, we've already played something from his new music uh, Gerardo Fazina and we played a track from Joyful Sound earlier in the show and that was a track called Discarga which I'm just looking on here was 2001. Good heavens. 22 years ago. Sounds like it was yesterday. Still, Tell me about those. Tell me how you you came to those choices. So the, I'll start with the last one really, the, the Fresenia one. Uh, so we, I did buy that right about at the, same, at the time that it came out on. So when did I stop? Probably about the mid 90s probably was when I started buying stuff after seeing you know, we talked about what inspired me in the first yeah, place. Yeah. What the so the new jazz, the new jazz movement was coming through. So um, I think well that appeared, um, which was again at the time something different, of something a bit more sort of clubby and dance floor orientated. Um, and I'm thinking of like new sector movements, amalgamation of sounds, um, early compass stuff. Um, I, th I think you're touching on, I mean, this is Schema Records, obviously, and you're touching on Compost, you're touching on a lot of them labels that, that were bringing together uh, beats, if you will, with you know, and incorporating that with jazz, and, and, and that, you know, Afro elements are very much about that, although live they were incredible as well. Um, you know, some of these are coming from, like, DJ producers like Gerardo Pazina, but he's got the, an understanding of, of, of everything and a, a, an absolute respect for, for, for the original jazz sound as well. So, um, getting into that kind of frame of mind, were you DJing at that point or were you just collecting? So, I was running a, a gig called Thingamajig where we were having uh, a live band and DJs on and play people like Derek and Paul and who I've mentioned earlier, yeah. Clifton, would, would, would be DJing at, at those gigs. I started to play. I was collecting at the time, but I started DJing as well. So as the live gig started to wind down, I started to DJ out, and I was playing in a few sort of bars and clubs around Leicester, mainly Leicester. And um, Mother of the Future? So it was the original that got me onto that, the Nor Norman Connors. Um, and I, and I, and so I, who, who pointed you in that direction at, at that time? You remember? Yeah, I'm going to... Um, I no, I specifically can't quite remember okay, at that good. time. But it's it's when you start digging and you're yep. finding stuff yep. and you're going. So the first version you heard would have been what, Norman Connors? It would have been a Norman Connors one, yeah. Yep. 
in the first instance, yeah, definitely. So you're not aware of the Carlos Garnett one from the same period? No. Which has got, I think, Gene Kahn on the vocals on, on, on that one. Um, Carlos Garnett definitely worth, as a, as a satire, definitely worth investigation, and most of the regular listeners who are, who, who've collected long enough to know. I mean, again, he's probably all his Muse albums. And you're talking about the Muse albums and just going back to something you were saying earlier on and, and you know, you kicked off today uh, with Japanese jazz. Um, you kicked off with compilations. I can't stress for me personally how important compilations can be in people's lives, particularly introducing them to music because anybody who's putting a compilation together wants to give a broad range of, you know, what they've got to offer. Um, and therefore, somebody who is listening for the first time is going to be interested in in more than one track. And if you go take that all the way back to Street Wave, that's how uh, Morgan Khan's label back in the day. That's how so many people got into hip hop. Uh, you know his house series. You know heavily criticised at the time by you. Know, and, and I was one of them. You know the upfront DJs who were playing all the latest thing. Uh, uh, but that introduced so many people. Was it, and was the compilations of interest to you? Yeah, definitely. So, so the, the Master Cut series for like the jazz funk was a good, for me, a good doorway um, into the into the the artists and the musicians there, and then you start sort of their name becomes more familiar and more popular, and you start look, looking for specific albums that that track that you've heard on that Master Cuts came from, and that that's that, that's that's the. Master, way, Master yeah. Course, of course, uh, originally the first, uh, I think, six or seven was, uh, certainly the first six, I think, were down to Ian Dewhurst, an old friend of mine. Um, you know, and he put those together based on, uh, you know, put, painting a picture of the jazz funk years, the jazz fusion years, and then we had some, a Japanese specialist one, I think it was number seven, um, with Nobuo Yagi, you know, some real classic uh, Japanese dance. Um, and for me, you know, that, 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 that is a brilliant way of introducing people to music. And also, uh, my first album uh, for Dave Lee's label, uh, Colin Curtis Volume 1, uh, we just took one catalogue, which was the Muse catalogue, and we, we picked off the tracks, uh-huh. um, you know, like all, almost the best of Muse. But what that does, and obviously this has been the case for you as well, what that does is then puts those artists in your mind, and then you look for other stuff by them, and and then you pick up on other musicians who are on them. Then you look for other stuff by them. And it becomes like a reverse pyramid outfit, you know, which is, for me is absolutely brilliant. I started collecting records, uh, albums in particular, by buying blind, exactly off off these inner sleeves, which which would feature you know maybe the next sixteen releases or, or what was around at the time, particularly the Donald Byrd, uh, Blue Note era, late seventies. You know, all those great records on fantasy, you know, and Wayne Henderson. You would use the inner labels. Buddha were very good at that as well. Mercury Records, very good at picturing all, all the catalogue on the inner albums. And that's another, for me, that's another lost art with digital. I mean, you, you don't get all the paperwork. You don't get uh, that side of it. So the third choice, which was the first record you played, was from Caldera. How, tell me about your introduction to that band. So, so with that, the first tune was that, that, that I heard was Sky Islands, and then it, it, it might have been on one of your shows, Colin. Um, and I've gone, wow, you know, what that because that's, that, that's got everything going on. Un- unbelievable band. I, I mean, at, at the time, I mean, that was fitting into you know, certainly the heavier jazz jazz funk sets back in the day. I mean, it wasn't it it was another level on from the traditional jazz funk that, that initially gripped the dance floors. But I mean, Caldera were, were taking it to another level, yeah, without a doubt. Definitely. 
We'll continue. More from Paul Meeson, but uh, back to me, little me. <laughs> 3.41. Uh, it's Sunday, and uh, tonight I'm going to a party. My daughter got engaged in Paris a couple of weeks ago, so uh, more drinks. Of course, all my drinks will be non-alcoholic.
when a man is going to be live in the studio with me on March the 12th. So I'm in Bristol on March the 11th and then on March the 12th, uh, Stefano DeSantis will be live. Uh, obviously, I'm probably thinking along Mr. Paul Connery, who will be disguised as Steve Connery on the day. Um, that's happening on March the 12th. And... Um, that was the first track we played, Baron Over, which is latest seven. I think that's up there on Juno. Steve will tell me if it's still in stock on Juno or where you can get it. And then uh, a track from a few years back by Andres called uh, Ruben Samba, which came in across the uh, parameters this week. And then a brand new piece of music from Fred P, which you can find up there on Bandcamp. Uh, that's a track entitled High Fusion. And we're doing some High Fusion today, aren't we? We've one through one or two. Uh, this is Colin Curtis with my guest today, Mr. Paul Mismissum uh, from Leicester. And uh, what about clubs? Where did we, where did you start going to clubs? Well, yeah, it would have been Leicester. Uh, blimey, club wise, would we, it was just the usual standard stuff. To be fair, um, I mean, w- yeah, but w- once you discovered jazz, once you discovered ah, where we go from, the, from the dark jazz? arts, would, would it just be <laughs> Southport? <laughs> well, to be fair, yes, Southport was happening twice a year. Then it, it was, was in those days. Yeah, it was. A, it was that was the fix then, and then it was. Um, whatever records you could buy. I wasn't really going to jazz clubs par se, you know. And then we've got, like, the sessions, like we mentioned earlier, Out to Lunch. And, yep. Uh, I'm down at Out to Lunch, I think, on May the 14th, yeah. yeah. Ah, I can come up and say hello. And today is Shiftless Shuffle. I know a lot of regular listeners have gone down there today. I mean, quite a few that I met at the BBE store as well. And uh, good luck to Perry. I know it's already sold out. Every single one has sold out. Now he's doing it quarterly. It's a brilliant, brilliant session if you've never been. And there's things like that, Dingwalls as well. I've never, I've never been, but I know about it. You know, yes. and I always thought, you know, it's, well, let's go. But who can he get to go? And who, who, well, I mean, I mean, obviously, in his heyday in the nineties, it, it was the place to go. I mean, I've done it a few times as well. Um, it, brilliant, brilliant place. Uh, you know, because again, that connection with people and music, and uh, it, obviously the respect through Giles and Patrick Forge, and, and that's built up into something incredible. Again, that. Uh, inspired compilation albums and, and all the rest of it uh, and I think you know you feel part of that the same way as the jazz dance scene you very much feel part of it and when you go along you're always going to be with like-minded people um, so not particularly seeking out the uh, the underground clubs but if you've not been to out to lunch you tell me so th- th- there's a date eh? that's, that's, that's yeah a indeed it is yeah <laughs> and it's, it's criminal that, that it's only up the road from me as well and they've got they've got a session every month, of course, and um, you know I mean Jim's just absolutely fantastic the way uh, you know the same as Perry you know inspirational guys who who just keep doing what they believe in and and what they believe in is is, is good music and that's what we get. We've got three more choices coming your way from Paul Meesmeesum. Um, while he tries to remember what clubs he went to, he didn't go to any specific clubs. <laughs> the best way you can at Southport we can with all the right people Thank you. 
Hi, this is Chris Bangs and you're listening to Colin Curtis's Jazz Dance Fusion. Nothing but the finest jazz dance flavours every week.
Sounds of Scrimshire. It won't get better. It always gets better. Three choices from my special guest today, Paul Mees Missum, and uh, we kicked off those three uh, with the brilliant album. In fact, the Eddie Anderson album on Blue Note are called Sunburst, and uh, that was a track called Explodition. Explodition. Written by... You can tell me that, Paul. Who wrote that track? Eddie, Eddie. Was it not Eddie Henderson? No, it was George Duke. George Duke, of course yes, it, it was. was. George Duke. Eddie, of course, on the trumpet, George Duke is playing on Fender Rhodes and piano and everything else that's got any keys on it. Benny Maupin, tenor saxophone of the Mercury Class Act. Uh, Julian Priester on alto trombone. Alfonso Johnson, uh, one of the best ever on bass. Uh, Harvey Mason on drums. Doesn't get any better, really. Uh, Billy Hart on drums. Buster Williams on acoustic bass. Bobby Hutchison on marimbas. So they mustn't have had any vibraphones in the studio, but it's absolutely brilliant album. Highly recommended. And then we went to Japan again uh, for studio apartment, and we are just talking off air about the, uh, you know, the Japanese effect. I mean, at this time, you know, you Jazz Tonic, Kyoto Jazz Massive, uh, DJ Kawasaki, um, and then, of course, the Brazilian influence, the Coconuts Crew, Spick and Span, and uh, just a fantastic period. Uh, of music again in Japan and, and taking something and turning it up to that level, combining the jazz with the dance element and then uh, we finish up with Scrimshire. So let's go back to Eddie and tell me about your, you know, how you got into Eddie Henderson. So I, I think it's, it's one of them where you, as you start, I'm going to say digging into uh, the jazz fusion thing um, and it, I've, I've bought another Eddie Henderson album with me as well. Uh, I think it's called Mo- Moving On. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just cool, mate, yeah. But um, flugelhorn yes. type of affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just sounds that 
I'm going to say it again. It was just sounds that were, were, were kind of blowing my mind, really. Yeah. Um, and and like the jazz fusion thing, it, it, it wasn't standard jazz um, or, or, or noodly, for want of a better word. It was proper. Yeah, yeah. In well, I think I think Eddie Henderson you brought to prominence in the club in the club world with with a couple of albums with Say You Will and Prance On and and you know that whole period. I think then. You know, we talked earlier on about the compilations, but also the effect of discovering artists, then going back and find out this guy's been around forever with Kudo and all these other brilliant albums. Eddie Henderson, you know, an absolute legend on on this side of it, and uh, just amazing music. And again, you're not going to go far wrong by buying any of his albums. So uh, we're back in Japan, studio apartment, and that kind of fits in. I mean, because you had a little bit of the house background as well. Um, in as much as, yeah, I was, I was. Yeah, I was buying house music because I was influenced by the likes of we were spoken about earlier, sort of Derek and the Cliff and the Paul, the, the um, and the Soul Boogie Boys. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, and um, and that was more of the the clubs that I would. Yeah, we talked about going to different nightclubs earlier on, but um, going to the house nights and it was particularly following the uh, American DJs and watching the Masters at work or listening to the Masters at work. Um, and again, it all stemming from the, the the Southport weekenders. That was the grounding. I think I think a grounding for a lot of people. Right, yeah, right back. I think it was eighty eight. The first one up in Berwick. Uh, we came down to uh, we came down to Fleetwood, um, eighty nine, ninety. I think, and then then we went to, and we did one at um, Butlins um, before we eventually ended up at uh, Pontins and Southport. But um, yeah, it was it was a grounding because it it, it was also, it was the evolution of, of some of the biggest house DJs that that we now know. Uh, of course, not the least of which was uh, Masters at Work, Louis Vega, all those early guys, Roger Sanchez, and, and but in the house, uh, sorry, in the jazz room, uh, also developed again from you know all all the early guys you know like myself who were involved, but then it evolved again with with Snowboy, and then the Broken Beat got involved. You know all all the derivatives. I think. I, as we've said earlier on the show, I think a lot of people went to Southport Weekenders and, and came back with something which, uh, if you're an enthusiast or a promoter, as you've said, you inspired by a, a, a particular event or a night, then, then you want to do something yourself in your own local area. Yeah. Um, and that's not always easy. No, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we can, I can, I can uh, mention that, or I can agree with that right from the bottom of my heart, really, in terms of uh, the sort of apathy of people, you know, that... Or, or lack of. It's, I, th I think that's one of the things about about the jazz dancing as well. I mean, you, when you go to these events, there isn't a lack of there isn't a lack of anything. Everybody's there for for the right reason, as as will be as we've already mentioned a shipless shovel today. Um, but you know, you've got these nights all over. I mean, we're back in Manchester on April the second. Uh, with Gordon Class and myself, we've got the jazz, and we, we've added now a house in Soul Room as well, and that's taken very well. That's at the Deaf Institute on April the second. Um, I'm down in where is it? Um, Bristol um, at Toto's on March the 11th. Um, that, that'll be interesting. Jazzy House with GW and Paul Garland, so that might be an interesting night as well. Um, and. The following week, I'm down at Southport weekend. I'm doing the Shuffle Shuffle Jazz session with Perry Louie and Gordon Class. I mean, that was brilliant last year. Uh, really looking forward to that. Spoke to Alex Lowe's the other day, and he's looking forward to it after his usual annual sabbatical, like Joey Negro. I'm oh, sorry, Dave Lee, uh, who goes to Australia every year to recover from uh, the throes of living in the UK. Um, and then at the end of the month, I'm back down in Birmingham, and uh, you know, again mixing up 
that jazzy house with house, uh, you know, a little bit of soul music as well on that one. Um, so, lots going on, lots, lots going on everywhere. I mean, do you do you actually go out at the moment? Do you go to any clubs at the moment or events? I mean, you mentioned we out here, which of course the next one comes up in August. Yeah, are you going to that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, we are going to that. I've, I've, this will be the third one for me. I did uh, 2019, um, a little bit damp home that weekend, but I uh, didn't dampen the spirits. Uh, fantastic event, I think. Um, yes, uh, the COVID situation killed a lot of enthusiasm off, but uh, I think the when did it come back? Early 20... Tw- 21, I think. Uh, yeah, 21, was it? And Yeah, but we, when it came back, you know, I think we, we were all apprehensive. I mean, the yeah. numbers were down a little, but it was still very, very good. Um, and then the third one, which which we've just done, which we've already mentioned, Fellow Saunders, of course, and then sadly he passed away yeah. uh, four or five weeks after that. But, um, yeah, these are, if you're into this kind of music, it's absolutely essential oh. events. Oh. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Yeah, you've got to do that. And then if anything else comes along, uh, you've got to have a look at it. I mean, like the, the Brook Up affair, uh, the Brook Up nights. Brook Up in Birmingham, yeah, brilliant I, nights. Brilliant nights. So you, we also mentioned regular listen to this show, Mr. Rui Fadino came over and played a set as well. I mean, yeah. Rui is a, a real talent on, on, on that side of it. Um, I think we've got Jason as well. Jason Winters, he's coming up to play for us in Manchester. He's part of that, uh, that Brook Up session, which is, again, unique to Birmingham at the moment. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't actually spread everywhere yet, but um, brilliant, brilliant night and um, definitely has influences on both sides. It's funny, the Brook crowd are now starting to get a little bit more jazz involved as oh, well. Okay. So um, that's all on that. It's 14, 16. Can't add up. 16.27. We've got 33 minutes. I've got three to play, so there's going to be some cutting here and then three more from Paul Meeson, which should take us up to the full-time whistle. We'll see. Hey, Dirk, how you feeling, man? with the hanging it's mine over matter whatever the matter may be how you doing dirt man I ain't got eye water to cry with Vibration, vibrations. Where you at, Durf? I'm visiting the sheriff of Nottinghood. I saw you later. Everything's coping with the hanging. <laughs> and Durf Rick Law. Durf Rick Law. Yeah. Yeah. 
break law. I said everything's coated with the hagen.
imagination and the path of life. We dream of fish and babies around. Ancestors say life is a cosmos, not chaos. I should journey by day and rest in the night. Never stand in one place, just follow the light. I listened and I kept moving. I listened and I kept grooving. I followed the light only to see. My shadows fall far behind me. In this life, we must stay in motion. Oftentimes, we must improvise. Mama's wise, her words, my daily bread. Endless insight for the journey ahead. The days will pass. Get your mind right. Do the inside work, no place to hide. today. Apologies to chat room for not putting all the links up today. Back to normal next week. Born into blues, already being sung. If you listen to the show again, then you get all the answers. Fully the mother tongue. Three more tunes from myself and we kicked off there with a track called Durf Reclore. The Ram goes head first. If you remember, played a track by Durf Reclore a few weeks ago. There's more to see. Just Incredible artist, percussionist, the whole deal. We are first cousins. That's taken from the brand new album from Dwight Tribble. And Have a look up there on Bandcamp, ancient. Take your places. Who's got next to receive these utter texts? And then the king and the queen of the black country. And I have kept. Although soon to be the king of France. Thank the father. The king of Spain, actually. Thank the diviner when I walk away. GW was right in the middle there with Die Fi the Wi Fi. Or Die Fi the Hi Fi. Keep on planting seeds. So blacksmith, old blacksmith, forge Paul and Steve Conroy will put me right tomorrow. First tale. Mortars and pestles keep the groove In the background To fulfill an ancient The guy I've been supporting on the show Certainly for the last three years now Flowing lava With scales Forever flow That Afrobeat genius man With jazz Tracks entitled Nona Africa Have a look up there on Bandcamp Sadly not on vinyl Maybe I'll need to put this out on vinyl Brilliant music 
16.42 and three more coming your way from Paul Mason and then maybe scrabbled one more for me at the end of that. Um, you enjoyed yourself? Absolutely fantastic, Colin. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant afternoon. I'm glad, I'm, I appreciate you coming over here anyway and uh, I'm obviously, you know, the, the check will be in the post. Don't, don't, don't hold your breath. Um, but no, I, I, I just enjoy you know, other people's involvement in the sense that there's always another perspective. Always for me, you know, going out to clubs and, and learning from other DJs or whether you do that nowadays, you can, you can sit in the house and do it on your own laptop. But um, the influences are important as well and, and you know, bringing you into that direction. Uh, are you still promoting yourself, uh, doing actual promotions or was that something that passed the, due to the difficulties, of, yeah. particularly with the pandemic? Yeah, no, it, was, it, it fizzled out long before the pandemic, to be fair, uh, I'll get my teeth in and start again with the promoting side of stuff. Uh, it, it was a bit of a one-man band, uh, to be honest, and uh, it started to get a lot of administration. I've got a full-time job uh, and family, so uh, that just fizzled out. And the DJing yeah. took yeah. over, easier. It was easy to have a, a whole bag full of bands. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? To, to, to play. Um, and, and that's... The, the, we got busy. We're playing um, a few good nights. Uh, we used to have, what did, what clubs did we have? In Ponono was a good club to play on. I played on that in, in a midweek and at a week, the odd weekend. Uh, some of the bars around Leicester, um, peddling the, the, the jazz funk fusion stuff, which yeah. you know was was which you, which you peddling on your own radio show, and that is happens on a Saturday between what twelve and two. It's indeed. So we are on. Uh, myhouseyourhouse.net between 12 and 2 o'clock on a, on a Saturday afternoon. And that's like a rotation, so you, you'll be on once a month, yeah? I'm on once a month, yeah, indeed, with, along with the other lads that uh, we split the month up between us. More music chosen by Paul.
enjoyed today's show my special guest Paul Meeson not convinced about the middle bit three more pieces of music and we kicked off of course with the classic George Duke from his album The Inner Source the incredible My Soul MPS Records and then one of the real pioneers in the early jazz funk dance Jeff Lorber Fusion and Water Sign that's the title of the album play that special for GM Bear title track as well and tell me about that last one that's just fading away as we speak Afronaut yeah so this is in my eyes this is the the, 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 the fusion of now isn't it, it, it it's, it's the broken beat and and the jazz flavors uh, combined, combining and and, and producing an, a, a, a well, what spins off this? The club, big music on the club scene. You know, like we mentioned before, we talked about a broke up nights or whatever. But yeah, broken beat. Although it's not as sort of new, the scene's not as new as we 
you perhaps think, well... No, well, I mean, it's turned out to be very regional, strangely. I mean, Birmingham definitely supporting. I mean, the underground dance scenes on, on all the genres, as we've just been talking about, is, is huge in Birmingham, and it's great to see that. And it's great to see people like Rui coming over and playing. Paul Miss Meesom, thank you for coming into the studio. All the best with your radio show and all the best. And hopefully see you at We Out Here, if I don't see you before. Maybe at Bristol or somewhere like that. Who knows? Thank you very much for listening again. Two till five each and every Sunday. It's Colin Curtis here on World Worldwide FM at the Hit Mix. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know where I am this week. The cricket really has thrown me having to stay up all night, three nights, to watch the incredible cricket. But there you go. Big shout to chat room and a big shout to everyone who's gone down to Shipless who are back in the studio next week. Leave you with this. Ray Crowder is coming up with the Soul Train. You can hear it. Coming down the track.